The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Israel is doing terrible things to Gaza in retaliation for the terrible things that happened to many Israeli citizens because of the Hamas raid on Saturday morning. Marion McKeown joins us from the United States a day later than usual. Cal Thomas was unavailable uh, to us this afternoon. Marion, what's the reaction been in the United States to this? Is there an automatic taking of Israel's side? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the reaction here is is um, akin to almost the reaction after 9-11, that there's a disbelief and there's a shock and there's an outrage. There are a lot of questions being asked about intelligence failures, mainly how did Israel, which is has, a, 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 you know, is renowned for having the best intelligence services in, in the Middle East by far, how it, it managed to escape them. Because there's there's such an asymmetry between the, you know, the the military sort of, uh, I won't even say might, but the equipment that Hamas has versus the Israeli military might, which truly is formidable. And uh, as I say, there's heartbreak here and there's fury. And I think that just the sheer brutality of, of the attack has left a lot of people um, just appalled and, and deeply upset. I have a number of friends here who have family members in Israel and the single thing that I'm getting is they are furious with Benjamin Netanyahu and they all want to see the back of him permanently and they really are blaming him and they're saying that he deliberately eviscerated the military he deliberately eviscerated the court system he played off his enemies to stop himself from going to jail, he downgraded intelligence, they have a litany of of complaints about Netanyahu and it seems that whatever about um, Israelis who, who are based in Israel, that their families here in America just really are holding holding him in a big way responsible for this. And that's not to to take away from what Hamas actually did, but they believe that he had one job and that was Israel security and that he's been so busy trying to keep himself out of prison, he, he basically sacrificed the Israeli people. And do they, is this view shared between Republicans and Democrats? Is this something that they agree on? Uh, that, that about Netanyahu or in general? Or oh, no, no about, about supporting Israel. Yeah, absolutely. It's across the board. Uh, there have been some, you know, it's very interesting the wording in this because I was on Zoom briefings yesterday and, and briefings with various Pentagon and Department of State people. And really what they're saying, and, uh, you know, the, I, I did ask the question, how? what about this response? We know that, that Gaza is about 50 times the size of the Phoenix Park. It's got 2.3 million people crammed in there in abysmal conditions, you know, over a million of our children uh, it's the the suffering there's a siege the suffering in gaza is already a, a, a feature of life but this is going to amplify it and the response was well if hamas put their command control positions in schools, in hospitals, in civilian apartment blocks. They are the ones who are, who are you know, causing their their people to suffer. And of course, there, there has been a response, which I think a lot of people agree with, that Hamas doesn't represent the Palestinians in Israel. They haven't held an election since 2006. They are doing nothing to, to help the suffering of the people there, which is so acute. And that, you know, but I don't see uh, I think maybe behind the scenes, I get a sense, because twice now, um, uh, 
John Kirby and also Anthony Blinken have said that Israel, they've alluded that Israel, you know, will is a democracy that respects life and international law. That's not what we've seen in previous Israeli retaliations. But I think that there may be conversations, there's a sense going on that while America is standing absolutely foursquare with Israel and saying it has a right to defend itself, it has a right to take out Hamas, that they are perhaps imploring them to, to be mindful of the loss of human life but the, the troops oh, are sorry, that's interesting Marion because yeah. you mentioned this sort of this been the Israeli equivalent of 9-11 and that's something that yeah. I put to the Israeli ambassador to Ireland when she was with us on the programme on Monday night that much of the American reaction to 9-11 was so yeah. highly emotionally charged that some enormously bad decisions were made exactly. not just exactly. in the aftermath but for years to come and is there yeah. any sense in America well we better try and stop the Israelis from doing things which are disproportionate in response. Um, I think that there is a concern. Look, you've already had Erdogan come out today and, and, and you know, excoriate the US for, for sending Navy ships and saying this is, you know, basically accusing them of, of being complicit in a, in a plot to to um, massacre Palestinians. That, you know, you, there's this is complicated by the war in Ukraine. So the war in Ukraine, the US needs to keep international support for the war in Ukraine if Israel is is accused of the wholesale slaughter of innocent Palestinians that, you know, this this would complicate things. This situation is so complex. Uh, the US has to, um, you know, stand with Israel. It has to say that Israel has the right to defend itself. Where does that right end? It hasn't been made clear and repeatedly uh, reporters uh, um, are asking, you know, up to what point but the US is saying, all it is saying there is that Israel is a democracy, it respects human life, it respects the rule of international law. But as you point out, America, um, you know, in going into Iraq in 2003, uh, just completely ignored the UN and it was, an, you know, an unlawful invasion. So um, I think that over the next couple of days, like there are special forces, so everything is now massing on the border of Hamas. They are going to go in, that much is clear, uh, that they're going to try to rescue hostages. There are, we know, at least 100 hostages. The number of Americans who've been killed was updated just a couple of moments ago to 22 up from 14 yesterday um, and uh, it, it it's really I, I think the only thing we know for sure is there's going to be an awful lot more suffering in the region There's been suggestions that the Israeli munitions are not as big as they would want for a ground offensive and that they would expect the United States of America to assist them in that. But uh, is it possible oh, they, they that... Sorry, that, just, just, but, but, yeah. yeah, but is it possible that given all of the armaments that have already gone to Ukraine, that the Americans are running short in what they can actually give immediately to Israel? Well, I, you know, I think that the unfortunate thing is, is that if I think at the moment, it, you know, Israel is the focus. Israel is the immediate focus. Um, and, you know, it's true that America has been supplying huge amounts of, of military equipment to Ukraine. Um, but I, I think that, that um, they are not going, whatever it takes, I, I think America is not going to see Israel short on, on, on what it needs. And there have already been discussions with, with Netanyahu, I believe, four times now about 
about what Israel will need and assurances they'll get it. And as I said, even sending the two, the two ships, uh, the one which uh, the fort has already arrived, the Eisenhower's on the way to to basically help to back up Israel. And that's not just you know a symbol of of U.S. support. That, that those ships will be there to be used if if anything happens, and they're seen largely as a deterrent to Hezbollah. But we we don't know where this is going to end. Will Hezbollah get involved? What about Iraq? Uh, I beg your pardon, Iran. It seems that the Iranians, and even Israel isn't disputing this, that the Iranians, while they have been long-time supporters and bankrollers of Hamas, uh, don't seem to have been aware of this. There were also claims a couple of days ago that Egypt warned um, Israel that there was, they didn't know, but they, they sensed that there was something big about to happen. Now, Israel has denied that. Egypt has said it's absolutely true. Uh, so, the, again, we're, we're in this fog of, of war phase where, where there's there are so many claims and counterclaims, uh, and, and it's very hard to get a real picture. But and of course, in in these states, we have the crazy situation in Congress where Republicans are huddled behind closed doors today to try and come out with a leader as soon as possible. But but they have two people running for it. Neither of them seems inclined to give way. And and you know, a, a lot of people are blaming America, are blaming Congress, and of course, Republicans are blaming Biden, um, and saying that he's been coddling Iran and that. But for him, that this wouldn't have happened. People like Tim Scott, they're, you know, mainly Republican candidates who are trying to score points off this in a really unseemly way. Okay, look, there's just something else I want to ask you about. We had you on the show late last week anticipating Robert Kennedy Jr.'s candidacy for the American presidency as an independent third party. He announced it in almost farcical conditions on Monday night. The video of him trying to make the speech is quite funny. (laughs) But I see his family have basically come out and disowned him. Yeah, four of his siblings uh, together signed a public announcement, um, a public letter saying that, you know, kind of disassociating him and saying that he doesn't represent what their father or F. Kennedy would have done, that this is not you know, the the right thing to do and they're, they're pretty clear on that. Now he's come out and said he regrets it and you know, sometimes siblings disagree, etc, cetera, etc cetera. but um, he, he raised $11 million, his super PAC in the hours after he declared, notwithstanding as you say, the farcical announcement, the speech upside down on the monitor, etc, cetera, etc cetera. Uh, and there is real concern as there should be. You know, a lot of people are saying, um, oh, well, he'll affect Trump's vote too, that, you know, he'll draw off some of the conspiracy theorists. From what I've seen, I've been to about a dozen of Kennedy's events. I've been to multiple, multiple Republican events, um, and I haven't spoken to a single Trump supporter. Maybe the other people, the other candidates, the also rants, the DeSantis, etc. Trump's vote, from what I have come across, is non transferable. Trump supporters are in the tank for Trump 100%. That's why people like DeSantis are polling at 12%. Because Trump supporters will not go to anyone else, much less a Democrat. So Kennedy trying to pretend that he would be taking votes from Trump, you know, it, it, it to me, it's a nonsense. If there were another Republican candidate, maybe, but not Trump. Uh, okay. And, you know, so it, it's very concerning for, for the Democrats and very concerning for Biden. Marion McKeown, U.S. correspondent of the Business Post. Thank you. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from four thirty. Today.